fell in whispers, draping itself like an ivory mantle about the shingled shoulders of the quiet little house. The evening air was silent save for the almost mechanical tones of the television announcer, warning the public about the night prowler. And in local news, police still have not apprehended the mysterious prowler who's been ransacking homes in the vicinity. Police Captain Charles Maxwell said tonight that... For Pete's sake, Fred, will you turn down that TV? You're gonna wake up the kids! I got a better idea. I'll turn it off altogether. I can only stand so much misery at a time. Fred put his drink aside, sat up from the couch, and flipped the switch on the television set. He walked over to the window glanced at the snow falling outside, and then back to the couch. But he did not sit. He paced. Wars in the Middle East, racial strife at home, murders, mugging, strikes. There are times when I wish they'd just drop the bomb and end it all. That's what I like about you. You're such a cheerful soul. Fred's wife reached out and touched his hand, bringing him to a halt. Come to bed. It's getting late. Fred took a deep breath and then followed her upstairs. He got into bed, but sleep did not come for a long time, and when he finally began to doze, his mind would not rest. The hours spun by silently until... Fred! Huh? Fred, wake up! What is that? I hear something downstairs! Fred opened his eyes. His wife had sat up in bed and leaned over him to shake him awake. He motioned for her to be quiet so he could listen. In the stillness, he could hear footsteps. Hey, you're right. I hear it too. Yes, distant footsteps, downstairs, and right there, the creaking sound of the floorboard in the living room. Oh, Fred, do something. What if it's that prowler the TV was talking about? With shocking suddenness, Fred threw the blanket off and went to the closet, all while keeping his footfalls light and quiet. Oh, Fred, I'm scared. Take it easy, honey. He opened the closet door and disappeared into the darkness within. For a moment, his wife could hear only the clothes hanger sliding on the wooden rod. Where's my shotgun? Here it is. When Fred emerged from the closet, the dim light seeping into the bedroom from between the blinds reflected off the twin barrels of his shotgun. What are you going to do? I'm going to blow his head off. That's what I'm going to do. Fred loaded a shell into each barrel and then snapped them home and thumbed the hammers back. Stay in bed and be quiet. I'm going downstairs. Slowly. Carefully, Fred threaded his way down the stairs, his throat dried out by fear. This is it. I'm going to shoot first and ask questions later. He came upon the entrance to the living room, took one large breath, and stepped into the room, the gun raised up to his chest. All right, buddy, freeze. Hold it right. The words died in his throat as every thought in his mind came to a screeching halt. There was someone there in his living room, someone Fred recognized instantly, but never imagined in his wildest dreams that he would ever see. Where? You? The fear he'd felt sneaking down the stairs had evaporated. What Fred saw there in his living room was not something to be afraid of. Quite the opposite. Are? Slowly, for the first time in what felt like forever, 
Fred actually smiled. Well, I'll be a son of a gun. Moments later, Fred returned to his bedroom. Fred, what was it? Are you all right? What happened down there? Don't worry, honey. Everything's fine. He walked over to the window and looked outside. The snow continued to fall evenly and beautifully. The world outside was fresh and peaceful. He'd started to smile downstairs, and now the reflection of his grin looked goofy in the window glass where his wife could see it. Fred, have you gone crazy? No, at least I don't think so. I just have the feeling that there may be hope for us yet. Fred got back into bed, turned off the light, and pulled the blankets close about his neck. Merry Christmas, sweetheart. Quiet hoofbeats rose from the roof, carrying the sound of jingle bells out over the city towards the coming dawn. Night Prowler is written by Len Wein, illustrated by Bernie Wrightson, and edited by Joe Orlando. Originally published in House of Mystery, issue 191. Cover dated March-April 1971. Additional material by Ryan Daly, featuring the voices of Chris Franklin, Cindy Franklin, and the irredeemable Shag. This has been your host, PJ Frightful, wishing you and your family a merry, dreadful Christmas and a happy, horrible New Year.